0: Podcast number 66, Borrowed Chords, Modal Interchange. For centuries, composers in all styles of music have used this technique of borrowing chords from one key into another. In other words, by modal interchange, we mean major and minor keys along with the modes, such as Dorian, Phrygian, Lydian, and Mixolydian. This procedure introduces new tonal colors as well as inspiration and and a reservoir of new harmonic ideas, chords, and progressions. If one uses the same chords and progressions, eventually their songs will start sounding the same and will lead to writer's block. However, by adding new chords and progressions, you will never be at a loss for fresh ideas and added inspiration. Most modern songwriters begin with a chord progression, combining with a specific tempo, genre, and background beat which stimulates melodies in their minds. On the other hand, for the composer who starts off with a melody and then harmonizes those notes with chords, those chords will affect the color of each note. For example, I will play three notes, G, E, and C, the three notes of a C major chord. These are referred to as chord tones. Chord tones are consonant, calm versus tension. As I change the chords, notice how these three notes will change their color in different degrees as they become non-chord tones, which exhibit varying degrees of color and tension. First, I will play them against the C chord. Here, the E is the third, the G is the fifth, and the C is the root. Next, we'll have an E minor chord, where the E will be the root, the G will be the 3rd and the C will be the 6th. Still basically consonant. Now we move a little farther away from the chord. We have an F chord. The E is the major 7th, the G is the ninth, and the C is the 5th of the chord. So the 7th and the ninth are extensions of the chord. Notice how the color and emotion now is changing, even though we have the same three notes. We feel much more tension with the first two notes and then calm on the chord tone, the third note. The next chord will be A flat. So the E natural will be the raised fifth of the chord, the G will be the major seventh, and the C will be the third. You will notice we've been getting farther away from the chord tones. For our last example now, we have a deep flat chord. Now the E is the augmented second or the minor third. That's a blues note. The G is the raised fourth or more commonly called the flatted fifth. And the C is the major seventh. You've probably heard about soloists playing inside the chord or above the chord or outside the chord. So that's what they're doing, either chord tones or stressing non-chord tones or moving in and out, light and dark. In podcast 65, I highlighted this subject by using the song Moon River to show correlation between dissonance and emotion. My point is whether you add a melody to chords or harmonize a melody with various chords and progressions, the chordal background determines the color of each note. The background harmony is similar to the artist applying color to a canvas, influencing and guiding, directing all that is layered above, color and sound. I will now play chords in one key, then bring in a chord or two from another one, major, minor, or a mode. I will play these slowly so you can really hear the color of each chord. However, remember, one progression can create endless song backgrounds. If you change the tempo, the background, the rhythm, the chord rhythm, any way you add to this. I've heard so many songwriters say when they compose, they play chords on the piano or the guitar, and if they don't even have lyrics, they sing this anything, hum, or just make up words to, to get a melody often using a drum machine. This is a major factor in the direction the song takes. The possibilities are endless. Now let's listen to some examples of mixing different keys. Also, if you use this technique, you can print out all the keys, major, minor, and the modes for free on the internet. Just lay out the charts and let your ear be your guide. As I said, This could be all free on the Internet, or I have a book, The Songwriter's Guide to Melodies, which contains all these charts and all the modal keys in their construction. One more point I'd like to make. If you stay in the key you are borrowing from, this would be an unprepared modulation. An example of a prepared modulation would be through the use of a pivot chord. This is a chord common to two keys on which you would pivot into the new key. For example, I will play C, D minor, E minor, and F, they're all in the key of C, then back to the E minor, which is the three chord in the key of C, but also the two chord in the key of D. So then I will play E minor to A7, the 5 chord, and then end on D, the 1 chord in D. So I pivoted from the key of C major to the key of D major on the E minor pivot chord C major, D minor, E minor, F, E minor 3 and C minor, two chord in D, A7, five chord in D, D, the one chord in D. For more on modulation, please see podcast number 38. All right, now here's example number one. We're just going to go from a C major chord to the parallel C minor chord, light to dark. For our second example, I will start again in the key of C. I will play the C chord, the one, the G, the five chord, the six, the A minor, and then I will just jump into the key of G. Not play the G, but play the D to a C chord, the five to the four twice. Then just jump back to an F chord, the four chord, G, the five chord, and C, the one chord in the key of C. C, one chord, C. G five chord key of C A minor six chord key of C D five chord key of G C four chord key of G D five chord C four chord F back in key of C with four chord F G to five chord and on the C. I'm playing these slowly so you can hear the chord changes, but you could play this a rock style, a pop, country, whatever you like. In our next example, I'm going from a minor key, the key of E minor, to a major key, the key of A. Now remember, minor keys have a certain darker sound, as well as keys with flats, where the sharp keys are usually brighter. Of course, everyone hears it differently. So here I'm going from an E minor chord, E minor the one chord in e minor to the six chord c and then to the five chord of b7 and then i'm going to jump right into the key of a with the d chord the four chord and e the five chord and then back to the key of e minor e minor one chord c six chord b7 five chord 5 chord in A, D 4 chord in A, B7, B7 in E minor, back in the key of E minor. The next two examples are similar in that they only use two chords. This is used for a hypnotic effect. In the first one, I'm going to go from an A chord to a C major 7th back to an A. Extending a chord with an extension such as a major 7th, 9th, 11th, 13th is used to add depth and color to a chord, also dissonance to increase its pull to the next chord. The first example will be the A to the C major seven, and the second example will be a G minor 6th to an E flat augmented back and forth. G minor 6, E flat augmented. For our last example, I'd like to use one of the most famous songs in modern music, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. This song is based on four chords, a four-chord hypnotic cycle. The first two chords are the 1 and the 4 chord in the key of F, F and B flat. This is followed by A flat and D flat, the 1 and the 4 chord in the key of A flat. A perfect example of a modulation with no preparation. We have two chords in the key of F and two chords in the key of A flat. A continuing cycle. There are no other chord changes. The different sections are delineated by the use of power chords shifting to full bar chords. The drum beat follows suit, changing with the different section. F, B flat, A-flat, D-flat. If you are interested, I did a complete analysis of Smells Like Teen Spirit in Podcast 44. So you can see that by using this technique of borrowed chords or modal interchange, you could write hundreds, actually an endless amount of songs with new ideas and new colors. Never be at a loss for inspiration. For added ideas on composition, please check out my videos on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. I'd like to leave you with this quote on music by Robert Fripp. Music is the wine that fills the cup of silence. Take care, Joe.